This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So it's me, uh, McGill Gorilla, Pippi Longstocking, and we're all sort of jammed in this chimney together, uh, all stuck and getting kind of nervous, getting a little claustrophobic because, of course, we had each shown up at, uh, you know, our... It's a little complicated, but um, it was uh, my godson's first Christmas in July, and uh, I wanted to surprise him by being my sort of um, Santa Man uh, persona, and so I show up with the little red shorts and the tight red Hawaiian shirt and the uh, little red stocking cap and the uh, neatly trimmed beard. And I'm crawling in the chimney, and my foot touches something. It's McGill Gorilla. He's below me. Turns out he is this child's godson as well, or godfather, and... Above me, oh, feet on my head. Oh, look, it's Pippi Longstocking, who's very old now and very grotesque. And I'm not enjoying this, and we can't get out, and they're starting a fire downstairs, which I don't know why they're doing that in July, but it's getting very smoky, and we're having trouble breathing. My girl, gorilla did die. And when I do finally get out, John, I get on the roof, and I grab... Uh, 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 Rhea Perlman, and I say, "How many godparents does this kid have?" To I'm, I'm talking about her, of course. She's I'm her godfather. Roof? No, no, no. Uh, no, yeah, she's on the roof. Okay, because at this point they needed to get like a machine to get me out. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So Ray Perlman, and on she's the roof, like the machine the operator. Oh, she's operating the machine, but she also, uh, you know, uh, is. Uh, one of the godparents of uh, this kid, and I'm I can't remember the kid's name. Do they? Does that make Banksy, Bonksy, something like this? Does that make you guys god brothers and god sisters? Do you have any relationship? I I, I, my understanding was there's only supposed to be two, one of each. One of yes, a parent, yeah, a An father Indian and a mother, yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's only one god. Now that's now Brett. I usually don't want you to chime in this early. I'm sorry. Oh, hang on. Welcome to Hollywood Handbook. And it's I've got to kick my dropping names. Red Carpet Handbook. Always listen to you. We're called Showbiz. What up, what up? I'm here with John Gabris. Obviously, if you didn't listen to the last episode, go back and listen from the beginning until you catch up to that one and then listen to that one and then do this. Uh, yeah, this is you, canon. If you ever miss any, you're doing it wrong. Uh, this show's so good. We always make it so good. Uh, it's never half-baked. Um, unless you're talking about the movie Half-Baked, which we think is so funny. The guy on the couch, if you remember. Ah, uh, dude, he's hilarious. That's, uh, what's his name? Maui Wowie. <laughs> it's Stephen Wright is the guy I, on the couch, right? Maybe. Yeah. So, um, 
we uh, who's coming with me? Remember, he does fuck Jerry you, Maguire. Fuck you, yeah. yeah. Uh. So, um, we so we did an episode last week where I uh, tried to beat John Gabriel at his own game. Uh, he obviously, as part of a nefarious plot uh, wanted to break up me and Hayes by doing a very popular podcast with Hayes about newspaper comics Um, it had a really long tail on it it's been performing very well it's incredibly well received and uh, he wanted I guess to try to steal Hayes so I said well I'm going to fix Hayes' britches I'm the britches tailor I'm here to get his britches fitting him now uh, because John had made him so big, he couldn't fit them anymore. But if you had listened to last week's episode, you know all this already, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, okay, so listen to that episode. But let me just explain quickly, John, and I'm almost at the point. So we brought in Joe Wanger. We did a much better podcast episode than what John and Hayes were doing with their thing, which was honestly just sort of lackluster and drab. I don't think I'm spilling any Yeah, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't have a theremin or an engineer at all in my episode, so that's right, fair. Right, exactly. Yeah. We've got Brett here. <laughs> and he brings, Brett brings the heat. And Brett, who's the I one true tell. god? Who? Who's the one true god? Well, it's a she, first of all. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. didn't say. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he. cool. So, huh? No, I didn't. Okay. I said, Brett, who's the one true god? Just answer the fucking question. If it's a woman, you know that it's a she. Okay, is it Alanis Morissette? Did Dogma get it right? Wouldn't that be ironic? Oh, oh snap, dude! Interesting fact about yeah. that song. She's talking about Dave Coulier. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, go to mid thirties white guy fact. So, um, it's <laughs> <laughs> a different song. Uh, so. <laughs> First, I thought it was a really good joke, but then I was like, oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So um, what I was going to say is we had Joe Wangard in, and he uh, basically made Gabrus look like a fucking sick joke uh, carbon copy version of himself because he totally blew him out of the water. Wangard made me look like a copy of myself. Yes. He really showed that uh, your sort of act is kind of threadbare and you're not innovating. and uh, It is easily replicable. Uh, yes, and yeah. he could do it and outdo it. And the unfortunate side effect was uh, Wangard embraced his role a little too enthusiastically, and he has become a berserker who is wreaking havoc on the city He's gone rogue, and uh, he is out Gaberson Gabers so hard that we're in a state of emergency, and they're about to declare martial law. That's literally why I came in here. Mm-hmm. It's because I got a call from uh, my contact at Top Ten Skateboard Fails. Uh, it's a weekly show. I am a talking head on, mm. and uh, Wangert's there. Ooh, that's kind of what you do. Yeah, on that's that. me. Hashtag O O O O O O H. That's my jam. And uh, Wangert's over there demanding that he gets a chance in the chair to make. He keeps saying that sweet, sweet non-union money. He's like, mm-hmm. this is all shit I say. Yeah, and he's really fucking. You know, he's eating my lunch over there. Literally, they have my lunch over there, and he's eating it. That's one hundred chicken wings. Yeah. No, he's my, my, con- my contractually obligated lunch. He's put on a, a few LBs, uh, and uh, he's he, he you know uh, that's the least of our problem is him being a talking head on shows because he's also um, 
I heard went to the zoo and was doing some pretty funny stuff there. So he was doing a chin-up contest against an orangutan. Against an orangutan, yeah. And how did he get in the cage? And then he punched the orangutan pretty hard. He punched- and he tried to rugby tackle him, he kept saying. Yeah, well, that's the thing. What he was doing, he's not trained in rugby. I'm not that I'm I'm barely trained. Yeah. But he doesn't know what he's doing. He's going to get himself hurt. Or someone else. Or more importantly, for anyone, he's going to fuck up my rep. Yeah. I've got because- a brand to maintain. Yeah, he is saying I'm John Gabris, and then he'll do like a big thing, or sometimes he says Garbus. Yeah, and he does, and then he'll do a big crazy thing. So the reason we brought John in here is at the crest request of the FBI um, to be a wolf. You uh, got to catch a wolf or something to that effect, and uh, we're trying to catch a wolf, so we got to be a wolf. And John Gabris is going to invite us into his mind uh, and try to anticipate the next step of Joe Wanger. We obviously have our uh, man on the street, uh, Mr. Hayes Dabinpour, and he's going to uh, dab and pour his way through the city and capture Joe Wanger with any luck. Uh, Hayes, are you there? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? We can. Okay. Um... I'm on foot, so I went to his house. Oh, God. Um, we're on the L.A. River now. Is he, he let me in, and um, he, uh, I think he's been taking this kind of synthetic um, hormone called Gabrazone, and he's big. He's, like, really big, and I don't mean that, like, to say anything about you, John. I don't know if that's... Yeah, I was. I was going to eventually address that. The whole britches thing was just like completely figurative, right? No, 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 no. I mean, we don't have a huge amount of time to um, talk about that, but that was not. I could see how you could interpret it that way. Okay. Well, Wangert's huge now. This is this is good for us though because it it limits become something. It's like a Wendigo. He goes as a Wendigabris. Mm. And he's going, he's like, he's going down the LA River now in leaps, like these big leaps. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Why would he be near the river, going. John? What What would he need that's near the river? Oh, I mean, he might be, he might have cottonmouth from a couple of epic bingers. Oh, no. Did he rip bingers? Do you know anything? Okay. Did, did the house smell of sativa? Can you see a gravity bong? John has always said that it's better to be sort of smoking out of a trash can if you can. Yeah, why use good glassware when you have a cut-off three-liter bottle of Welch's grape soda to rip one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he is heading toward a factory in, like, Frogtown. And it, it, it has these... Smokestacks on the top. Oh shit! He's and gonna rip a smokestack. Oh no! Someone is, is ripping huge poles in there. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna rampage his way up to the top of that tower and start really fucking huffing it. We you have to stop before that. We can't afford to have Wanger die. Oh no! I can't be held responsible for him taking a monstrous mega rip of friggin' the chief ass fucking sativa or whatever. I cannot have him doing the big fresh Chiba rips, please. Well, I did, I did shoot him. I've been shooting him a lot. <laughs> and how does he take that? He seems to enjoy it. 
Yeah, there is a mic. I don't know if he's really enjoying it or if he's just pretending to like, oh, I actually love that. No, if he's yeah. if he's fully if he's really transforming from the Gabriel zone, he might find a lot of pleasure in pain and it might be erotic pleasure. So keep that in mind uh, without getting into okay. too much information about myself. And you wanted to talk a okay. little bit about Fifty Shades Darker today. Is that right? Uh, yes, I'm. Uh, I was pissed to find out that Fifty Shades Darker is a sequel to Fifty Shades of Grey and not Fifty Shades of Black, mm-hmm. the Marlon Wayans comedy that I'm obsessed with. Oh, yeah. So, I <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be problematic or, you know, racially insensitive here, but Fifty Shades of Black, you, you hear Fifty Shades Darker, you're not thinking Grey. You're no, thinking Black. Not at all. But yeah. I guess the sequel would be Fifty Shades. Okay, he's eating a, he's eating a bunch of ducks. He's pulling them out of the sky. Oh, God. Okay, can we <laughs> use that? down a little bit. How far away are you from the factory? Because if it's over a quarter mile, you're going to catch up very easily. He's, he's either going to get winded. distracted. Yeah, he's, he's probably very winded at this point. My knees I, hurt. I am, not, I am not close to him, but I can definitely hear him breathing. I'm getting some, like, Elliot E.T. knee pain right now, I feel like. So he's going to be slowing down shortly. If he's eating ducks out of the sky, like, he's going to get... Um, He's going to get tired once he gets some of that fatty meat inside of him. He's going to want to nap or he's going to want to beat – he's going to want to maybe even beat off. Oh, yes, beating off. Talk a little bit about that, John. It's just, uh, you know, if you work from home, it's a habit you get. and It's a great release, huh? And I would imagine if you're pumped up on Gabra Zone, you're, you're going to be looking up Power Girl cosplay or Poison Ivy cosplay and just really beating off. So – um. You know, this is still a podcast episode. Obviously, we're trying to capture a wild uh, wanger who's gone nuts on Gabrizone. But um, we do, uh, because it's a podcast, always want to talk about newspaper comics. How did Andy Cap wind up on Hot Fries? You know, I only really know Andy Cap via Hot Fries. I learned that retroactively he was a comic. Okay, so he's a comic, and Hayes might know more about this than me, I can admit. I know the whole thing is he's just a fucking drunk, and his wife is like trying to wake him up to like go do something and he's like no fuck you i want to drink um well, a lot of newspaper comics- what i always thought was funny um as we could go along here um he stopped in front of a um a hep c billboard with a woman on and he is beating up yeah uh, but he's gonna be done uh, fast though just as a heads up if he's if he's he'll be done in under a second between arm strength okay. grip technique and you know hair trigger i think the fact that he i think the fact that he is so tired is making it go because the movement is really slow yeah uh he's it's more he's at this point he's gonna be very powerful but only for short bursts but of all the comic characters from the newspaper to end up on Hot Fries. Why Andy? Yeah, I don't know. That's okay. a good question. I feel like it could, it could be anybody. Hot Fries? Could yeah. be Hagar, the horrible. Oh, yeah. He would absolutely have a lot to say about Hot Fries. A Viking like that? Like, he's like a food guy. I mean, like Dagwood, he's a food guy. He eats a lot. Dagwood's a, lot. a really natural fit. Yeah. Well... Dagwood and Hagger, and he is uh, moving on. So, uh, but they all already have certain foods that they're identified with. Dagwood uh, has a big sandwich. Yeah, right. Hagger has the, the big, Dagostino the sub. big drumstick. Oh, and so Hayes, if if he there if, might be better branding opportunities for them. If it's been six or seven minutes since he ate, uh, since Wenger ate those ducks, he's gonna stop and have some serious bowel movements very soon. If he's full Gabriel, and he's gonna talk about it or stop to tweet about it, you so. can use those to I track think, him. You know, you can I follow the puddle. Deciding. 
if you maybe you can help with this, Gabriel. I think he's deciding whether to stop masturbating to take a shit. Oh uh, yeah, he. Oh. He's not going to stop. He can do both. It's, okay. Yeah. Okay, so he's about to okay. double up. You'll, you'll know he's about to shit if he puts a stack of uh, graphic novels and a, and a pack of baby wipes like out on a display next to him. That must be pretty intense, huh? <laughs> what? Just having it come out of both sides? It's like the ultimate sneeze. Yeah. If you could sneeze while jerking off and mm-hmm. shitting and you're throwing fucking, up, you're empty. You'll be inside out in no time. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's so a pretty intense goal. Just, okay. Okay. He's exploding. The thing, <laughs> back uh, up. Back up. Do not approach well, now. You can't capture him when he's in this state. This isn't, it's slick. It's oily. You can, it's dangerous to even walk near. Well, I'm on the right side because in terms of, um, Ejaculate, there is not very much. There's like a really, really small amount. Wait, no, no, no. I, I'm, I, I know that's what you're going to think based on his current genital size, but this is. No, if no. he's on Gabrizone, he's got a. Frequency. Oh, it's frequencies. He's tapped out. He's he's amped okay. up more than me. So we're because I blow at, huge yeah. loads, motherfucker. No, I know that you do, John. And this is something that you've brought up a lot. Um, not necessarily on the podcast, but just around my wife and I. Um. But it, because you're doing it so much, does it never become watery? It becomes powdery before it becomes watery. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. okay. You've, you've come this up. Is, this is pure powder. <laughs> he's, he's reached powder stage. He's going to need to eat again or sleep soon. Mm. That might be your best chance to get him. You know, we brought up the Dagwood, and I mentioned Dagostino the subs. There's a huge amount of shit. Anyway, go ahead. I, and I, a tremendous amount of shit. I, I bet. And I mentioned Dagostino subs, which the first half of that is kind of the word Dago. And I wanted to take this moment to just formally apologize. It's not Dagostino subs. To John uh, and to the Foxfall lineup. Um <laughs> You know, for using terms that are owned by other people. Obviously, if you didn't hear the last episode, you don't know, but John's very comfortable making racial jokes. I'm not as comfortable. It's something I admire about him. And with the success of the Mick, basically every somewhat safe racial term has been purchased by the Fox Network to name a character after. Uh, the Dago will be coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, and I and I wish them all the best and all the ratings. So um, I'm always rooting for network comedies those are my favorites hang on uh, hang on one second he's kind of pulling away ma'am ma'am I need to use your car please I need to come into your car yeah uh, no way Gert has it's trying to out Gabriel and he's he's riding through the city Hayes, what kind of car no, is it? I don't give a fuck no, about status, but I just want to know no, how that's fast. John Geberling. You're thinking of John Geberling. Shit. From Broad City, that's that's John Geberling. I can't fucking escape Gabriel this. Says, even. Um, Gabriel says, uh, uh, guy code, um, a fourth man out. Like a more mainstream Mike Mitchell teller. So he's like um, a, a, a more ethnic Mike Mitchell. Yeah. Yes. Oh, she saw the the, the barber show, the um, the barber game show. She okay. saw hair check. Yes. Okay. Yes, she loves that. Okay. Fuck, dude. Okay, we're going. I was I was told no one saw that. Santa's out of the barn. <laughs> 
That might be a good way to trap Wangert is just to offer him like an easy paycheck with a truly embarrassing uh, gig attached to it. He, if he's fully on Gaber Zone, all he can think about is not having to be a waiter or improv teacher. Again. Hayes, we know you're not going to be able to capture him through brute strength. We know that the shooting him hasn't worked. Have you approached him with any kind of like non-union third-tier cable or possibly website show? Yeah, is there like a you can he can do branded content for CISO? Like maybe throw. Well, I mean, is, I'm sure they're giving CISO development deals away. Bazooka Joe Wanger. I just thought of that. Uh, wait, I'm just listening to what. So when he got in his car, uh, it looks like he went to Headgum. He drove to Headgum. He went to Headgum Studio. And oh, no, he thinks he's got to record. He's fully no. He he's he's talking to Jake and Amir. It sounds like he's talking about taking his show and just doing a Patreon of it because he has a built-in fan base. Uh, and he records from home anyway. He has his own studio set up. Oh, the old uh, Horatio maneuver. like a pretty good idea. Oh, wow. So he's going to really sever ties with HeadGum because they're not providing him with anything material. I mean, they're doing ad sales, but he'd make more money just having his fan base pledge the money. But in. Wenger doesn't have a HeadGum podcast. Is he canceling? Is he removing my podcast from there? Does he he's have that talking power? about removing high and mighty, but I think this is actually. You, I mean, he's got them over a barrel. I think this is actually working out pretty great for you. At worst, he I would mean, just be able to renegotiate for a larger share of the ad sales. Yeah, I count on that hundred and forty dollars a month. He better not fuck me out I of mean, that. I need that hundred and forty dollar ten ninety nine a month, dude. He's setting up a Patreon. Uh, it's and they're saying he could get like maybe fifteen thousand a month. Jesus Christ. Even fucking Wanger hopped up on Gaberzone is better off than I am. This is fear- infuriating. It may have improved his like business skills a little bit. <laughs> that's some of the that's Wanger. That's residual Wanger in there being an intelligent person. Oh, okay. It has to be because I've never made a sound business decision in my life. Ask my lawyer. Do you, which lawyer do you want to ask? Lev Ginsburg, the big guy, please. <laughs> LG, baby. So maybe there's still a little winger that I could try and communicate with. That might be. I can get a little bit closer. Maybe throw them, like, leave out a few mix CDs. And maybe you can make a. Because the thing about Gabe, if he's really, if he's juiced up, he's heading towards Gabe, so you got to find the human element of him. Because there is not, a, I don't have that. I'm, I'm all lizard night. Lizard braids, we love that. Uh, I that love stuff. talking about that stuff. And there's something about being a comedian that I think almost makes you have even a different lizard brain than the other lizards. Only a comic would think of some of the messed up stuff that we do. I mean, have you ever made a joke, Gabrus, at like a really inappropriate time? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you have. I, I just can't help it because for me, it's like who I am. I'm comedy. You know what I mean? You say something, I'm spinning the wheel of fucking references and something's coming out. It's like a brain disease. Let me ask you another It's like a brain question. disease, but it's like my superpower. Oh. Let me ask you another question. Pogo, what was he? Uh, was he the duck? Like a hedgehoggy thing? He's oh, a, the hedgehoggy. He's thing. a possum. He's a possum. He's a possum. He's a possum. <laughs> I'm trying to conserve my breath a little bit here, but uh, uh, yeah, he's, um, he's not a duck. You, if you need to get ahead of Wangert, you might want to try to go by a gym, like a local, like old school gym, but hang out at the protein shake fridge, not anywhere near any of the cardio equipment or anything like that. Gasoline alley. Okay. Did that scare you? 
Gasoline Alley, I remember just being like, I'm not sleeping a wink tonight. I just read a really scary Gasoline Alley. Were they scary? Guys, I think you overestimate how much I like newspaper comics. Non sequitur. Understatement much? That was meta. Well, well, you, well you chose it. As a, I gave you so many options. Yeah, I, I read, if I read the list out loud out of show. options you gave me, it would paint you as a very white male. <laughs> I mean, we could have gone back and forth. We didn't have to. I didn't mean that to be the end of the discussion. <laughs> but I am trying to. I am trying to consider my breath. It just seems like a insane thing for you to say. Well, uh, yeah. So. Um, I'd like to apologize also, I guess, for some of the other comments made about um, Wanger being more like you by saying he should do a big brap like belch noise or yeah. um, just that his bodily functions should be seemingly out of his control or if they are in his control, then he's very rude. Right. It could be a little bit of both. It could be a little out of control, but a lack of caring about being rude, mm-hmm. which is sort of like the sweet spot that I run down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so I didn't mean to uh, imply anything about you, you know, that you're going to be mad at me about. No, I'm on probiotics now um, as of listening to that episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lev Ginsburg sent that to me and said, let me know if you want to take action. So that's been a positive change. Yeah, so I've been using – so upon hearing that, I didn't realize, maybe because of my rudeness, that I'm sort of upfront about – Pissing and shitting and coming and burping and farting and throwing up and picking your nose and fuck you know sneezing, like, sneezing earwax and, stuff yeah like uh, you know smelling earwax beard trimmings uh, pubes oh yeah I'm, I didn't realize how upfront I was about you know the gray in my butt bush. sauce or whatever yeah that's butt, like mud. Not, yeah, butt, butt mud butt mud yeah. duck duck butter mm-hmm. um, truffle butter like uh-huh. these are all the th- like butt yeah pate, pussy juice yeah yeah quim yeah. these are all things that I'm always talking yeah. about and i didn't know Dick and cheese yeah yeah i don't know if you i don't know if you, i don't know if you mentioned this i couldn't really hear but the wendy gapers wants to remind you that you talk about eating ass a lot <laughs> eating ass tossing salad yeah, yeah that's all that's all i didn't realize how rude it was for me to be so upfront about a, you know that the male g-spot is real and like uh, a shower finger doesn't count as homosexuality and stuff like that i didn't mm-hmm. realize he's not he's He's not placing any judgment on it. He's just pointing it out. Okay, it's like part of the it's part of the list. Mm-hmm. He's just he's resp- He's calling response a little bit here. Yeah, and yeah. I and I'm I a, we have a second to sit down because we're at the Natural History Museum and he's chewing on a big dinosaur bone. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, from the brontosaurus ribs. Fred Flintstone is yeah, my yeah. like goal body type, to be honest. So when you said that, it kind of like woke me up a little bit too, where I was like, Fred Flintstone, like a lot of people are like, you know, what about guys like Chris Pratt? That could be you. And I'm like, I don't know. But Fred Flintstone seems more, you know, I'm a little caveman-esque. I hate wearing shoes. I think it works for me. Yeah, that could work out really well. What are you going to do now that Wangert has shut down High and Mighty and uh, seems to be taking all your gigs? Yeah. Do you have a backup plan? Is there something you always wanted to do, make wicker furniture or something like that? I might try to – I might go down to San Diego and become a lifeguard. Oh, okay, yeah. That, oh, it's just like a you know an old dream of mine. I was a lifeguard on – oh, um, Hayes – Call the yeah. air, call an airline and just make sure he's not trying to book a flight into Ronkonkoma, the only Long Island-based airport. Okay, 
That might okay. be something to keep that- in mind. If he's full Gaberzone, he's going to want to go back to Long Island and he's get. Going to return to the motherland. Yeah, he's going to head right, right to okay. my, right to my hero on Jerusalem Avenue in North Belmore. Okay, he's going to be ordering a chicken oh, club. Okay. Hold the tomato, add cheese. Just lay oh, okay. the lay the trap. Uh, Anthony behind the counter will know it's not me, even though I haven't lived there okay. in over a decade. Um, okay. I did want to talk a little bit about newspaper comics. Do you guys, do the you guys Patreon read Cal- is up to, I just want to say, I'm checking the Patreon. It's like, oh, it's up to 21,000 or more. And the Are fact, you serious? And the fact that you, yeah. uh, you know, had that really great performing episode with Hayes, and it's almost as if I haven't done High and Mighty, but I have done 15 of them or something. You have. They're just only about shit people don't want to listen to. Poker, Banshee, Bosch. And since I did have that poker one and maybe it just wasn't immediately accessible, but people have gone and read up on it a little bit. Uh, let's talk about I think to be bet honest- sizing. <laughs> oh, you want to follow up to your episode about poker? Yeah, sure. Well, I know now that, that we don't have Dirkus here kind of like diluting it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Because he really wanted to talk about the fun stuff of poker, but I just want to talk about sort of some of the math of it in a way that could be alienating. That's maybe. a classic Sean and Dom split. You're more of, the, he's more of the heart, you're more of the brain. So, you know, back in the 90s, I think it was pretty traditional for people to do a 3x big blind bet uh, as their standard incoming raise. Uh, but what I started to realize around that time was that you could go uh, two and a half X and steal just as many blinds, but you were getting a better value and a better price and you'd see a lot more hands uh, for less money, which is always to your advantage. What I would say is with the ultra aggression of some of the new players, uh, that idea of defending your blind uh, against a wider range of incoming raises has become popularized to the extent that if you do want to go ahead. I have a little update. I have a little update. Sure, yeah. What's the Wendy Gapers doing? So I jumped in um, the back pocket of the uh, of the Wendy Gapers' uh, bathing suit. He's wearing a bathing suit, even though it's January. And uh, <laughs> we're, uh, he, we are in Long Island now. We got to Long Island in like three long strides. He's gotten so big. He feels no cold. Uh, no, no. Uh, and... Uh, It is Long Island. It is more of like, I was surprised. Like, it seems like the background he's seeking out here is more of like a, like a um, East, uh, you know, like a Hamptonsy, like Gatsby-esque Long Island uh, than like the blue collar thing that I think Gabrus has always described. I mean, I think that like, I don't know, like, I don't know if Gabrus has always been honest. I think he was actually like really... Um, like, like high society in Long Island. Now you guys said a lot of shit last week and a lot of shit this week, and I've been fucking cool from the get go. I just want to play along. I want people to listen to my podcast. But now I don't have a podcast, and now you're fucking telling me I'm not blue collar, Hayes. Hayes Davenport is dealing out who's fucking blue collar. I just tell you that now that the Wendy Gabers is home, he is not doing the accents anymore. What? Or he has a. a a different accent. You're not like saying a he's attached to. He kind of sounds like. He kind of sounds like Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> oh no! Does he have a long cigarette holder? 
and it, yeah, like, and, and sort of like William S. Buckley. Elbow, that's what I does he have like elbow length Buckley. white gloves on? Yeah, he's wearing a, a a sailing jacket. You're not saying that I just really lean into the Long Island stuff to differentiate myself from other fat bearded comedians in the comedy scene. You're not accusing me of that by any chance. Wait, are, are you? there other comedians who are upper middle class white guys, but they want to sort of play it down like they're maybe lower middle class white guys? Don't tell. I'm not. That's not. I me. don't want to hear that kind of stuff. I want to know that they got college paid for, but pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. But had a presidential scholarship, or else your parents wouldn't have let you gone to a private university. Yeah, yeah, that could real be really interesting. Yeah, the real salt of the earth, you know, like the, the rust belt. Your mom's in a union, your dad's in a union, and you're in two, SAG-AFTRA and WGA. Mm-hmm. Just a real blue-collar union gr- uh, grinding family. Hayes, are yeah, you okay? Yeah, he's on the lake. He's taking um, he's taking the family skiff around the around the lake for a beat. Oh so I've got him no! Kind of fox. He's hit, that sounds fox. so nice. And man, it's so weird. It's an island, and he's hitting the lake. Lake Ronkonkoma is so small. <laughs> is it my family skiff? Because we keep that down at Woodcliff Canal, the nautical mile, Freeport. South Shore? Nassau? I, don't know the, I don't know the geography. This isn't where, I, you know, I'm not from here. No, Hayes, you're from the real streets, huh? Yeah, I'm from Boston. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I wish I was from Boston. That would give me something to lean into out here in, in uh, Hollywood that I could really pop off with, you know? I could, I could do Wicked Fucking yeah. Queer at Del Close Marathon. Oh, yeah. That would be a great show for you. What's that, 3 a.m.? Yeah, 3 a.m. with some of my favorite improvisers. Yeah, that could be good. It would be really funny. Hollywood handbook. Um, I guess what else could okay, you do he, if you were from Boston? He's coming back to shore. Is there anything like, just like something I could say to him that would like, I don't know, calm him down or... Uh, Maybe get him to throw up. I mean, if he's got all this uh, Gabrizona in his system, tell him you're or- something that would make him. The only thing that will slow him down is tell him you're ordering food. Ask him what he wants. That might get him to. Okay. That always humanizes me. Is when we start speaking about meals. I could be mid. Okay, I we- could be mid diarrhea masturbation fest. But if someone says I'm hitting Postmates, what do you want from El Pollo Loco? I'm in. You know. Okay, he's grabbing my phone. It seems like he has like a. I was doing it too slow. I think in his mind. Yeah, if he has, he has almost. If I if if the Gaber Zone is uh, fully affecting him, he has almost no computer skills except for like Postmates and uh, you know like uh, weed maps. Mm -hmm. And like and like tweeting like. I just shit on my dick or whatever. So like, uh, but uh, thanks for the like. (laughs) Um. My my retweet's broken. So um, what I was going to say is you might want to do almost a 4X multiple if you're playing against one of these guys who's decided to now defend his blinds in like a king four off or a king five where they're just saying, oh, I've got a big card. And, uh, and they're willing to do that against some of the smaller raises knowing that people are frankly raising looser because they're getting more value. They're getting a better price. Now, how do you feel about? Okay, wait. Sorry, he he, uh, he just got a phone call. I think we're going back to um, 
back to L.A. maybe. I think there's an audition to play um, a tow truck driver on one of those fake true TV, like reality TV shows. Oh, shit. That's a good day rate. Those are good. He's very excited about that. Those are good. You can have Lev uh, negotiate that his face is blurred out, too, so he could be like more hidden camera and not really step on the other stuff he's got going on. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Hey, hey you, Gabrus, what, the thing you just said, that sounds like me when I got asked to uh, do a little cameo in Kangaroo Jack. That's a good day rate. <laughs> And even though we're trying to catch a maniac, even though we're trying to catch a maniac who's destroying the country at this point, um, we can still have fun when somebody writes a great joke like that. Oh, I mean, that's the thing. Guys like us, we're writing as we speak constantly. We could retroactively print out a conversation, and it'd be better than half the sketches. Oh, it you would see be so TV. good. Yeah. I, sometimes I read back through my email chains or my G chats, and I go, "Someone should publish this. I should be saving it, and I should just have a chain of emails with all the other comedians that I'm friends with." And that would just be like so funny, and they could save it, and it could be a book someday of like all the funniest guys knew each other and they were on these emails together. And that's how I think about my own interactions with people who I'm sort of friends with, but really I'm like cataloging it as like, I must be important and I have to be right or else what the fuck am I doing? Like I'm not going to write something on my own, but I have no qualms about editing down a bit thread email into a novel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that could be really good. And I I want that all saved for posterity. John, I'll, I'll just jump in because I totally agree with you. I mean, some people, you know, they might think that if they were to look at like the text chain between you and me, for example, it would just be you taking screenshots of your uh, fan duel roster for that day and sending, sending to me just like one screenshot after another. But it's actually, it's not that. It's just jokes. It's screenshots it's like, of people's <laughs> tweets. Mm-hmm. No, none of that. Never screenshots of uh, tweets that have made you mad. It's just the purest, like, comedy. It's just, like, pure joke, you know? It's just good writing, and it's funny communication between two of the finest minds in comedy. Well, that's your Sometimes gu- three. That's your guy's rule, right? If it's really funny, you text to Hayes. If it's kind of funny, you tweet it. But, like, yeah. you save the good stuff... The best stuff I come up with always goes to Hayes because it's like it's not for the public. Uh, they wouldn't appreciate it. Some of them wouldn't even get it. You want to want it to land on comedically trained ears as well. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, and You're that's threading you, needles that people don't even see the eye of. Yes, and that's how you hone your skills the greatest. Is you just keep folding the sword. I don't know if you're familiar with the Japanese sword making technique where you heat fold the metal the and fold itself. the steel upon the weakest points until finally the entire sheet. Is or not sheath blade? Yeah, is strong. And the stuff you'll and the stuff you'll send me, Sean. It's never you'll send me tweets being like, "Is this good?" And it's never stuff that's like that. If you tweet it, would be like hugely devastating for the show and make us like actual enemies and like dig us into a hole that we'd never be able to get out of. It's always you know, it's like well because I. 
good for the show. Well, because I come from a place of love. I think all the best comedy comes from love. If anybody ever tells you, you know, that you can't make a comedy about people who love each other, and then uh, they're crazy. Um, uh, all the best comedy is warmth and uh, kindness. And and so I, I'm always approaching it that way from, like, the sort of pure light that's inside me. I think that's the gift I've been given. And, uh, no, the tweets that I send you are usually, like, should I tweet this nice thing about this other person I think is funny? Or um, should I perhaps uh, shine a light on the good work this person's doing? And a lot of times you'll say, not yet, but soon, Sean. <laughs> Yeah, wait till they really earn it because you tend to have kind of a hair trigger at that stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, you're a tastemaker. You know. You're a tastemaker. I'm an influencer. Yeah. I am. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You see something and you're like, this looks like branded content to most people, but to me, this is going to blow up the charts. This is art. And and I think people would really love to see these text exchanges, and of course they won't until it becomes a book someday. But you know, uh, of course, I'm sending not Fanduel lineups and not mean tweets, and uh, and what Hayes is doing back is never answering one question from two days ago, but ignoring the past three questions <laughs> or, or texting me blind with like a half sentence. And then when I immediately respond, he's just gone. Um, that's just not the way it is. The sort of flow of conversation is it feels like you're in the room with two funny, smart guys who have a great connection. I just want to, I just want to uh, update where we're at with the wind Gabriel <laughs> because that is what we're talking about. Uh, so he's at home. He, we meet, we're back in LA. Uh, we he's at my house. It, yeah, it didn't go great. Audition. He seems to think it went well, but I, I do not think it's a go. Did he? Did uh, he try to just go by on his charm and really not look at the script because he? I was playing Heroes of the Storm for like nine straight hours on Blizzard. I think he was assuming that they knew him better than they did. I think he was like kind of so told that. Did it seem like he was told like, that they specifically requested him, and then when he showed up, yeah. it was clear that there was no one in the room who had ever seen him before. Yes, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that was the case. Uh, Seems like so, it wouldn't be to his rep's advantage to say that they had asked for him when there was no one there who actually knew him. You wonder why they did that. Maybe it was so he'd be confident, but then he was too confident? Too confident. That's the way to bring down the Wendigabris, because I am un unnecessarily, some would say unwieldy confident, and that might be what the thing that will eventually take him down. I don't, he's uh. He's drinking a lot of, um, like, Whole Foods beer. Yeah. Like, I think this is how he's kind of moved on a little bit from some of his past. You know, it's like, it's like nice beer. It's like, you know, a little yeah, more. It's a session. It's a, it's a session IPA, like a, a low yeah. ABV. Yeah. Is he talking about how he only does it three days a week now? Like, that's a rule for him? And, yeah, then, on, and then on the other I mean, days, he just smokes I, weed? Does he, yeah, does he have a complicated reward system in which he you as you get, get like deeper and deeper into it you realize he's just addicted to several different things? Yeah, does it almost seem like if you have to make that many rules about it, maybe you just shouldn't be that closely involved with it at all? I get the feeling that instead of uh like six beers every day, it's become like 20 beers every like other day. Yeah, that sounds about right. You just jam it all to Thursday through Sunday. So he's trying to make it to the couch. I don't know if he's going to get there. 
Yeah, he's down. Okay, he is down. And then be careful because one thing I've seen him do is if you get too close, he'll tell you a truth about yourself. And you'll sort of laugh and other people will laugh at the time. But then later you'll think about it and go like, is that really what I'm like? Because he's laughing. He's smiling. You know? He's smiling. You go, I guess this yeah. is funny. But then later you're like, or is it just kind of mean? Yeah. Does it have something to do with the fact that he thinks he's such a monster himself that it's okay to say stuff like that to other people? A monsterpreneur. Ooh. See, that's the kind of stuff we have. That's... That you got to text Hayes that. Oh yeah, that will start a real long thread with Hayes that will surely be a two-way street. <laughs> if he's on the couch, uh, open up Netflix, search action adventure, and just put on any movie that features someone in tactical gear as the thumbnail. Anyone with a helmet or a vest or goggles. Triple just, nine. Oh, triple nine. He's. Uh, <laughs> I've seen triple. <laughs> 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 I literally it's the only thing that comforts him is he just puts on an action movie uh, now I'm clearly um, and it, is, is he going to be watching it pretending that he took another path where he like was military trained or something like that yeah there's a part of it where he believes himself that he could have been easily military trained and actually his improv skills would have helped him in the, but another thing is is that uh, action movie he used to watch action movies with his dad and that's like a weird thing that he's like latched onto. <laughs> so <laughs> If you want to just lay a Mark Bavaro jersey out on the coffee table and then put on some sort of knockoff SEAL Team 6 type movie, that might get him to slow down enough for you to trank him up. Okay. Well, oh, is, the, wait, I one last thing. Out. If you're trying to trank him up, he has yeah. an insane tolerance and he always brings it up. He's going he's gonna to keep talking about how he really can't get fucked up just from years of trying. Oh, and if yeah, okay. if Wangert's still about that, but he is clearly drunk. If Wangert's still in there in some way, yeah, maybe ask him if he has any pitches for what someone adorkable would do. You might be able to summon him out from inside the Wendigabris. Yeah. If he if he even registers adorkable okay. as a word, Wangert's still alive in there. But if he if okay, he if on. he dances around hang saying on, the n word, it's he's all he's gone full Gabriel. Yeah, the, in that case, we do have to put him down. It looks like he's tried to say the n word <laughs> yeah. without F- being really provoked. I haven't even provoked him in any way. Yeah, he, it's but beca- it looks like um, it's because he did a couple of seasons of Wild Out. He feels emboldened. He thinks he could do stuff like that. Mm-hmm, he we, has what but it, what what um, John Mayer described as a hood pass at one point. It's interesting. I don't think he would have said that himself, but maybe. (laughs) Hayes, what do you have on? Just like a windbreaker and no uh, no shirt. (laughs) Yeah, that's because it sounds like you're moving pretty fast. I said he must have something cutting the wind, but I know how you hate to wear anything on top. Well, because that's drag. That's more drag. Mm-hmm. And then downstairs, what are we working with? Just like um, those, like really uh, like light mesh shorts, uh-huh. and uh, and my, and my uh, toe, you know, my toes, shoes, you vibrant uh, the shoes that like because it's like how cavemen. The would, one, uh, 
The ones we'll that Tina it. Fey and the one commercial for the credit card looks at them and is like, who would wear these? And then she's like, I'll take two because she like doesn't Buying give a fuck. This. She got a bunch of money. Buying this, yeah. Buying yeah, it. the one that celebrates just that she has unlimited spending money. Yeah, and where it's in a commercial like, where you know she's being paid a quarter of a million dollars. It's as it. if you had this yeah. credit card, then you would have made as much money as someone who's had like a lot of success in an industry that overpays the people at the very top of it. Yeah. That's interesting. Hey, why hey, why does it why doesn't Thomas Middleditch get to be himself in those commercials? It's just a great question. It's a great, great question. What is going on for him? Also when he he grabs that like he's like, it's it's Franny Fred or whatever. Like I have three of these and it's like what the fuck are you talking about? Like He's like, it's a collectible. And she's like, it's for my dog to eat. And so it's like, what are we supposed to feel about either one of these characters? This guy like collects a weird doll that no one's ever heard of. She feeds the doll to her dog and it's a collector's item, but you can find it at the fucking grocery store where a celebrity I think he, is. <laughs> I, I think he was surprised that they used that. I think he gave them a lot of stuff that was, that he thought was better. Yeah, that's probably right. And I bet I would think it was better. I'm sure there's people watching that commercial who know who Thomas is and don't know who Tita Fey is. Well, that's and that's demographics. <laughs> yeah. And I'm always trying to split demographics. That's 16 why year I'm, old boys with HBO. Mm hmm. Th- that's who knows. That's I'm, who's going to know Thomas. I, I want the biggest slice of the pie, baby. I want to hit as many of these demos as I can. You're the so guy that's who came you- up with the quadrants five through eight, right? Oh, yeah. Because prior to me, there was only the four quadrants. And I said, I think there's four more of these things. We just can't see them yet. You know the part in Searching for Bobby Fischer? And this is for some of my older fans. You know the part in Searching for Bobby And my intellectual ones who like chess? Where he goes, he's already won. It's 12 moves away. But he can see it. I'm like that with quadrants. <laughs> Very easy to follow. I've already accessed all these demos. People, people and, that don't even that don't even realize they're in a demo are being accessed by Sean on a daily basis. Oh yeah, and I use a lot of coded language. Yeah, you're the one who you, you're the one who explained to me about uh, Vietnamese uh, scooters. Yeah, guys, who, Vietnamese guys who ride scooters is a demographic in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's NLP. I mean, that whole time I was controlling you. That's neurolinguistic programming. That's because a, if you remember, I kept saying like, and when they gas up their scooter, they have to penetrate the tank with the nozzle. And the fact that I was able to just casually work in the word penetrate got you thinking about sex. Right. And then that's why I remembered it. Because now whenever I think of a Vietnamese guy on a scooter, I get a tingling you in get my balls. You get fucking yeah. horned out. Yeah, yeah. I get real revved up. Yeah. And we all feel a little horned out right now. And that's the effect I'm looking for with my podcast. That Hayes does too. Hayes, if you come in, a, I just realized something. If you become like in a tight bind with this uh, Wendy Gabris, something you could bring up that really hurts him is that he is only half Italian. Like he does kind of use it identity wise because he's like a big guy with like, but you can really take him down by saying like, oh, you're. Why isn't your last name an Italian name? You know, you can. Ki- I mean, I got the Mark Bavaro jersey out. I, he's watching the movie. I, it, it seems like he's going back in time a little bit. I don't think this is the time to bring that up. Okay, let it, if he's if he's soothed, let the beast slumber. What I what I have also tried to do is I put on. Uh, Sean said an LP, and that gave me the idea to put on um, 
a guided by voices uh, LP, and that is sort of bringing out Wengert a little bit more. There, like, there's some, there's a lot of vinyl. It's Wengert's house, so there's a lot of like. What is it? 90s, B thousand. It's B thousand. Yeah. Ah, it's, Pollock's um, masterpiece. Uh, uh, he's listening to the Goldheart Mountaintop Queen directory, uh, and uh, it is it's getting him. It's sad and excited. That could pull Wangert out. That could pull Joe out of there. Well, in the meantime, uh, while we wait to see if that finally does work for sure, you got anything coming up, John? And don't be afraid to mix in newspaper comics with your answer. Well, um, I'm just always using my imagination like uh, Calvin. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I've always, yeah. I've, when, I, when I read Calvin and Hobbes, I put myself in the mind of Calvin. Calvin and Hobbes, yeah. Let's go exploring, old buddy. <laughs> oh, you God. Know? Yeah. I've, if I were to get one tattoo besides the outline of Long Island on the inside of my mm-hmm. left bicep, I think I would get Calvin. Yeah. Pissing on <laughs> the New England Patriots logo. Mm-hmm. But, because that's like two things for me. Yeah. That could be really good. That could be a great you tattoo could, that mean, shows. You could theoretically have him pissing on your own dick. I don't know exactly what that would be, but it could be kind of interesting. Yeah, I could get a. That would be nice. Like he's like standing above my pubes, pissing onto my dick. Yeah, that's actually fucking cool. And it you know reminds us that you still keep that childlike innocence and imagination that you first uh, had when you were reading those Calvin comics. Because you were able to sort of come up with a fun, creative way to have an adventure on your own body by making Calvin piss on your own dick. And I keep that Calvin attitude of imagination and wonder with me now in the business. I'm not at all calculating or stressed or overthinking every single move I make in my career. I'm just sitting here going, open up my mind, let's go exploring, old buddy. It's just about fun for you, which I've always admired, that you are not um willing to fuck over literally anyone to get even an infinitesimal uh immeasurably small amount ahead uh you're not running sort of terminator like calculations uh by scanning the room with like a terminator 2 vision of people's imdb star meter uh in front of you saying oh who's the person that could someday be the most helpful to me and inadvertently alienating anyone you've ever had a close relationship with if you don't have the uh the twitter followers written on the inside of your forearm with sharpie when you go to a holiday party like that kind of stuff like i don't do any of that no, yeah, you don't do it, and 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 I don't think you should. Although a lot of people do, and uh, it's but not a normal me, part of the business. I take Calvin and Hobbes, and I just bring that into my life. I extrapolate it out to just live in that. Yeah, yeah, I'm about Calvin and Hobbes too, and that's why a lot of times I'll at three in the morning text you when we haven't spoken in months, like a photo of us. From I don't fucking know From when. when I coach tantrum. <laughs> Just everybody. <Anyway. laughs> What's up, Hayes? I uh, I just kind of felt like I should jump in. Uh, <laughs> although, thank you. Not a lot more. Not a lot more is um, is happening uh, here. We ran too much at the beginning of the. Uh, Sort of that was the idea going in, but it ended up being too much. Not for not for any like great 
reward. Yeah, not able to really sustain the pace and then uh, not really able yeah. to contribute as much as you would because of the initial pace. Right. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. Well, that happens and, uh, you know, everyone forgives the Wendigaber. Sounds like he fell asleep and what you can do is just sort of drill a hole in his skull and extract a lot of that hormone. Um, if he wakes up, just place some supersat or some salam on under his tongue. And show him an old video. Okay. Of him, show an old video of him weightlifting, and remind him of the better times. Mm-hmm. He okay. deadlifted a yeah, keg. He, he, I remember him deadlifting kegs a lot. So you know that's something we could take a look at. He, he's whispering about a salsiccia in his um, <laughs> in his sleep, which is I'm glad I didn't bring up the Italian thing because mm, I feel like that yeah, would have that's taken soothing him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, take away that. Yeah, talking about ga- gabagool and stuff. Um, hey, is, you know, did you want to plug anything? No, 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 never. I guess I would say if we're going to plug We've stuff. We've never done that. I Oh, you know what I was going to do? Can I plug something uh, real quick? Uh, can I plug something real quick? My nose, because you friggin' uh, Brett's laid one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but John, what do you want to say? Um, check out the newspaper comics episode of High and Mighty. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> doing really well. It's Great honestly doing even better lately. It's on the uptick. I thought we, I, I, I thought we had reached uh, at sort of a peak, but no, it just keeps going. And, uh, and, and Brad, did you want to plug anything? I want to plug my butt with this diarrhea. <laughs> that's that's not <laughs> almost that the exact fucking sense. You, the one noun you chose as the predicate of that that's sentence so was stupid. so incorrect. <laughs> That's so stupid. You want to plug it? You want to plug it with diarrhea? <laughs> so is it like adobo? Like you want to use grass mixed with like uh, diarrhea to make some sort of clay? I mean, this is so gross, is and I we never do this when John's not here. But it's like, no, did you no. freeze a jar Brett's of diarrhea off. and Brett's then you're off. are you spe- using diarrhea as sort of like a spackle, like a loose <laughs> yes, spackle, like a cock? Oh, okay. God. This, ag- oh. this again. Mm. <laughs> bye, so, bye bye. Hollywood Handbook is brought to you by Wolf Cool Productions, a subsidiary of Calvin and Hobbes. Ow, baby. That was a HeadGum Podcast.